Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. People don't want to talk about that element pertaining to power, to people in power, to politics, particularly to culture, where it's all supposed to be about the art and everything is so elevated. So it's like it's a repressed thing, you know. We'll talk about sex, we'll talk about the any kind of divergent human behavior, but power and manipulation. Ew, no, I don't want to talk about that. And then in the self-help genre, which I never really imagined kind of falling into, but I guess I have. The books tend to kind of soft pedal all of that stuff. It's all about it's almost as if we're angels and we're not these kind of primates that are hungry for power. And I just saw in my experiences in Hollywood and before Hollywood I had like 50 different jobs in every imaginable field you can you know possible. I saw all kinds of power moves. I saw a lot of that dark side in motion. But nobody talks about it. Maybe novelists in fiction or maybe in film we kind of kind of go into it. But humans are fascinated with what we repress, right? The most elemental law of human nature is that we deny that we have it. Right? It's always the other people. I oh, I'm not a narcissist. I'm not aggressive. Oh, I don't have a dark side. No, I'm I'm not irrational. No, no, none of those things, right? So we want to deny it. But it's so insanely irrational. We all come from the same origins. We can trace it back. They've done it genetically to like one woman, the source of Homo sapiens, like hundreds of thousands of years ago. We're all cut from the same cloth, no matter our culture, no matter our gender, no matter any our period in history. We all have the same genetic components. We are all went through the same evolutionary process. The same brains wired in the same way. Some people are deep, what I call deep narcissists, no doubt. And they're they're toxic and they're difficult, but if some people have that, how is it that other people don't have any of it? That's not possible. There must be something within all of us that would make us all prone to becoming deep narcissists. But some people, it triggers, it makes them fall into that deepness. Others were able to save ourselves, right? But if. Aggression is something that's built into human nature, and I try and go through it, the the whole history of it, right? So you're wanting to exclude yourself. People have posted、um, comments on YouTube about my ranting about narcissism. They they go, well, Robert, you're you're a snake oil salesman. That's absolutely ridiculous. I'm not a narcissist. Point zero five percent of people are known to be narcissists. I can bet you that the person saying that is a narcissist, right? Because the fact that you want to deny that you have this quality is a sure sign that you have it. That you're in denial. You're trying to shine a great light on yourself. Look, I'm superior. 
I'm the one person in the world on this planet that doesn't have it. Man, you're a narcissist, right? That is a sure sign of it. So stop denying it. Laws of Human Nature should be a painful book to read. It was a painful book to write because it throws a mirror on yourself. It makes you come to terms with some of your own nooks and crannies that you don't want to look into, right? You don't want to come to terms with the fact that you feel envy. But envy is the most common human emotion of them all. There's a deep history of it. I go into it in the book. Our hunter-gathering um, ancestors, chimpanzees are prone to feeling envy. You feel it 50 times during the day, particularly on social media. You're just denying it. If you deny all of these qualities, how can you ever change yourself? You think that you're a Gandhi, but how can you be a Gandhi if you won't like look at yourself and change yourself, right? The only way you can become good or, or kind of overcome some of these qualities is by looking at it, seeing the reality, and then confronting it and then trying to change it. So if I come to terms, which, and I, which I did as writing the book, that yes, Robert, you have definite narcissistic tendencies. All right, now I'm aware of it, and now I can begin to change it. I have to admit, being honest here, I've always been in, in, interested in, in deceit. I probably was somebody who was pretty good at it in my 20s, you know? I went through a period like that. I wasn't like a, a, a liar or something, but I, I was kind of an actor. And uh, I'm not going to go deep into this story, but I lived in Paris when I was 21. I worked in a hotel there as a receptionist. And in order to get the job, I had to pretend that I was Irish. And I'm actually a middle-class Jew from Los Angeles. Never been in a church in my life. You know, I don't know what a mass is from anything, you know. I had to pretend I was Irish. I dated an Irish girl. I got another job in another company, still being Irish. So it taught me a lot about the art of deception. And part of able to pull it off was I studied. So I'm starting to work in the hotel, thinking that I'm speaking French because I speak French, that no one will ever know that I'm not really Irish. But then I realized English people stay in the hotel. Irish people stay in the hotel. And they hear this funky ass accent. They, they know this guy's a liar. I'm going to be revealed and it's going to be so embarrassing and shameful. So. Luckily, across the street was an Irish pub. You know, one of those fortunate things in life. I would go there every day. I would study the people in there because there were a lot of Irish immigrants in Paris. I would study their mannerisms. I'm very good at mimicking, hearing the tone of their voice. I looked at how they dressed, their mannerisms. I studied it and I got better and better at my accent. At first, I had to tell people, well, I kind of spent time in the States, you know. Then I got so good I could fool Irish people. I learned how to dress. I learned how to go to church. I learned how to all the things you know, that made me seem Irish. It's a bit embarrassing because it's something you can do when you're 21. I would never do that now. I would never feel comfortable doing that now. I'm revealing it to you here. But um, it taught me how easy it is to fool people if you have an air of sincerity and conviction, right? And I tell people, when you look at those around you, particularly politicians or people in the news or in, in the spotlight, and they're so full of conviction, and they're so full of sincerity, etc., they're often covering up something else. They're trying to convince themselves of a truth that they know is not true. And so conviction is often a sign 
of somebody who's in a form of self-deception to lead to deception. My early history, my early training in becoming a different person and being an actor kind of taught me a lot about human nature and, and deception. You know, I, I feel like you, you can detect from signs in a person's face, whether they're sincere or not, or what's really going on behind the, behind the mask that they're wearing. We have that ability because so much of human communication is nonverbal. It's a skill that was developed over hundreds of thousands of years by our ancestors before languages invented, reading the thoughts of other people so we could get along before we could express things in words. We are masters at those, picking up those signals. You're just not paying attention. You're not learning it. But it's hard for the face to lie, right? It's even harder for the voice to lie. The voice is the last thing that you can use to lie. I know I had my Irish accent, but if somebody really saw through it, they would see kind of the bullshit that was going on. And, and so it's hard to train the face. When you don't really feel joy, when you say you got a promotion, and I'm kind of secretly, oh shit, Tyler's doing better than me in life, damn. Yes, that's great, Tyler. Oh, that's wonderful. Congratulations. The, the kind of tightness there is just revealing that, oh shit, he's doing better than I am kind of thing, right? Whereas, wow, Tyler, that's fantastic. I'm really happy for you. There's a different look in the face. I just didn't do a good job right there, but it's a different look in the face, right? It's spontaneous. The face lights up. You can detect that from a mile, million miles away, the difference. You're just not paying attention, right? The tone of voice when you're nervous and cramped and the throat kind of closes up is a sign of discomfort, of anxiety, of fear, even panic. So somebody could be trying to say something full of bluster and confidence, but if their voice is kind of tightening up, it's the, they're feeling the opposite. The voice is very, very hard to lie. The posture, when somebody is talking to you, but their feet are pointing in a different direction, they're not really, they're wanting to get away from you, right? You know, how much the eyes engage, whether they're relaxed, they're slouching. Their sense of power and leadership is all in the body. This is insane language. And great books have been written far greater than my own book. I just wrote a chapter on it, about this language of nonverbal behavior, right? Posture, voice, facial expression, etc. And, and actions. So actions are a language that you're not paying attention to. When someone is continually late for an appointment or continually late in delivering work that they're supposed to deliver, that's a sign of passive aggression. That's a sign of some kind of character flaw. And if they do it once, they'll probably do it a second time. If they do it a second time, something's going on, right? If their desk is all messy, etc., these are signs of something going on internally. Pay attention to all of these details and it will really help you in life. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.